Welcome back, everybody. This is Inside Fitness Radio presents Total Fitness Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Walter. And today we got kind of an interesting little video that we're going to show you. Um, so yeah, let's let's get right into it. So you guys have probably seen this uh, this video here, and if you haven't, it's a Starbucks barista breaking down in tears over unfair working conditions. Now, um, basically, at the premise of this video is this kid, he is a full-time student and he is scheduled for 24 hours a week of work. So we're going to watch this and we're going to kind of dissect it a little bit because it does really relate to fitness and health. And it's also, it's generational. It's exactly what we're dealing with at this point in time in our day-to-day -day lives. So here we go. People wonder why we need a union at Starbucks. And I am literally about to quit. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but, like, I really want to. I almost walked out today, and I'm crying in the back room right now, and I almost cried on the floor. It's just, I, like, I get, I'm, like, a full-time student. I get scheduled for 25 hours a week, and on a weekend, they schedule me the entire day, open to close. I'm on the schedule for eight and a half hours, both Saturday and Sunday. I'm, like, three and a half hours into my shift. There's so many customers, and we have four people on the floor all day. Only five people were put on the schedule and somebody had to call out and there are four people running the whole store and there's so many customers and there's possibly scheduled five people. <laughs> That's the premise of the video here. So I will say one thing first before I get into my main point. Because at first when I saw this video, I actually saw this video through a TikTok stitch. And I think seeing somebody else from an older generation talk about this actually made me feel for this kid a little bit more than I would have if I just saw that video first. I'm a person who I enjoy hard work and I truly think that, you know, a, a lot of people this day and age, especially my age, we expect too much for how little we put in. I, I've done it before, but I will say this first and then I'll get into my point. So Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Now, there's something, I mean, that's pretty, like, hurrah, patriotic. That's what I think of when I say that out loud. But he is not at fault here. He truly believes that he is being worked to the bone, and this is a very hard job, and it's a very hard thing. That's not his fault. That is the expectation of society that, that is being put on this kid. That's parents. That's other people. That's how he was being raised. It's not his fault for how he feels. Is it true? Absolutely not. I mean, it's hard, but it's what, what's the definition of hard, right? So one person, it could be, I live in a war zone. Another person, I have to go walk 20 miles every day to get my clean drinking water. For him, it's... I have school and I have work and it's really hard to deal with all these customers. So yeah, we'll get, we'll get into that. You, you can talk first. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say I am pro union and I do believe that they could use a union in there, but I've also sat on the board of a union working on a contract and eight hours is not bad. And he's still working part-time hours. He's not working full-time hours. So unionized or not unionized, I don't know how much he's going to get out of a package to protect his, his right. But I've also got to say this, 
He's in the back room doing this, do, shooting a video. He has left his coworkers at the front dealing with those customers. So while I feel badly for him and I know what customer service jobs are like, it's rough when everybody's like, no, that's wrong. No, why did you get my name right on the coffee cup? Um, there's still, he abandoned his coworkers and I don't think that's right. I think that we have trained a generation to think that work is hard and because it's hard, we can't do it all the way that we're supposed to. I love doing a vocal free fry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to have a, I wanted to make this more of a debate, you know, but I just can't take this kid. I, I can't take a side. You know, I want it to be like, I feel, I do feel for the kid because he was raised to believe that he is being worked to the bone here. Well, but, I, I want to go mea culpa. I, I mean, looking at him, okay, he is the age of my grandson if I weren't gay. So, <laughs> therefore, my child, if I weren't gay, raised him. I raised that child to raise that child. Yeah. My generation has something to answer for with this. But so does the generation we raised. Like that kid's parents should have taught him a better work ethic and 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 some coping mechanisms. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. And so. that's it. And like that quote is true. Hard times create strong people. Strong people create better times. When times are better, we tend to pull off the gas a little bit. I mean, think of business, right? Think of uh think of bodybuilding. When it comes to uh, bodybuilding prep, you work your ass off, you, you you go crazy hard through the hard times of bodybuilding prep, and then you finish the prep, and then you go out and you can eat, and you take your foot off the gas, maybe you relax a little bit, and then you're right back to where you started. And you then know, it's hard like again. It's, and then it's hard again. It's the same with business. If you stop, if you take your foot off the gas for one second, you will lose everything you've built, and you'll have to go back like three months to rebuild. It's just yeah. the way it is. Nonetheless, it's just like, it's weird. I like, <laughs> I'm assuming he's around the age of like 19, 20, something like that, just by the look of him in the video. When I was in school, when I was in university, I was doing the exact same thing. And it was the easiest, the hard part for me was just having to be able to make it to work by commuting. Like that was the only hard part. Yeah. Because realistically, school no matter what you're taking school, you can fit it in. That is your job. Right. And school is not 40 hours a week. No. School university, especially is probably like 20 plus then Yeah. Your homework, you can add another 20 onto that. Maybe that's your full-time job. Then you have, you have 168 or whatever hours in a week, eight hours a day is sleeping, bump it up to 10. You're sleeping. Okay. So you take off about, whatever, 70 hours, you're left with 90 something hours. You're telling me that for 60 hours of the week, 70 hours of the week between school, Starbucks, friends, taking time for yourself, you can't, it's too hard. Like, even if you're working the top end of that 70, 80 hours a week, like, yeah, it's a lot of work, but so what? That's life. Life is going to be hard. You're a kid, you're 19, 20 yeah. years old in this generation in 2022. It's a lot harder now 
than before. And it was a lot harder. Uh, it was a lot harder then than before. And then before and before. Like, that's just the way it is. You know? Everybody has had it hard. Everybody has a different kind of hard. But to say that school and work for customer service and all that is like something to quit and cry over is just we're raising a generation and we have raised the generation and the past generation raised a generation of just weaker people who are not willing to put in what is needed. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we're, we're talking semantics here, so I'm, I'm not defaulting on, on what you said or, or mm -hmm. putting yeah, fault yeah. on it. I don't like the word weaker though. I think they are ill-trained. Ill-equipped. No. Yeah. I was told to suck it up. I was taught that work was going to be hard, that, but that a work ethic would get you someplace. That you put it in, and yeah, you'd be tired, and yeah, it would be rough, but you did it. And sometimes you got frustrated. I've gotten frustrated many, many times in my life with many, many jobs. But I have walked off a job once because it was too stressful. And basically the stress was the guy who was the running the event that I was working was such an asshole to everybody. He treated his staff like garbage. And I said, I'm not going to do deal with this anymore. That's not like this. That's a different situation. You know? Yeah. And I think that, you know, unless every single uh, client was yelling at him all the time, I think you just have to, you know, your feet are going to be sore. Yeah. You're standing all day. You've chosen to work as a barista, but there are other people who can't get a job at all. You look like you're reasonably privileged. So enjoy it. Just get over this stuff with yourself. How do you deal? How do you tell that you're to young, a generation? Man. You're young. You're supposed to have, excuse my language, but you were supposed to be shit on. How do you get stronger? Is you break down. Now, I'm not saying that you know, sucking it up is necessarily the way to go. Like I am a big believer and a firm believer in mental health and making sure you, but at the same time, I'm also a very strong believer in putting in a hard day of work because no matter what you want, if you want, and this is what pisses me off. If you want that 20 hours a week of work, working from home, um, being able to make six figures doing so, being able to walk the dog whenever you want to be able to have your wine and cheese night with your friends be able to go out and go to partying at a club on the weekends. I know people who are like that. They didn't get born into that. Some did. And I'm, that's fine. I couldn't give a shit about that. Some definitely did. I'm not discrediting their, whatever they're doing. But what I will say is the people that are in those positions to be taking trips. Like I have a client who can take six or seven long trips a year and almost have like six, seven months off of work. They didn't just fall into that. They're not 20 years old doing that. And if they are, okay, great. Mom and dad have money. Good for them. That's the generational wealth. It's not their fault that they were born into that. It was good for them, whatever. But the people who have worked for it, they didn't just magically fall into this job role at the age of 30. They spent their whole 20s working towards that life. And I think this generation, like, I hate to say this generation, people in general just think, when we're young, when we're 18 to 20, 
27, 28, whatever. We just feel like life is supposed to hand us shit because yeah. we were told that. And, you know, we look at, especially nowadays, you look on social media and it's like, well, this person just bought a house at 22 in North Vancouver and they have this amazing job. I was like, okay, great. They're the 0.01% if they had no help and they just did it all by themselves. You know, good for them. That's not you. Do you have to ask yourself, it's on social media. Is it real? Well, that's it too. Okay, so they, they found themselves in the position of being in a house that looked really great. So they took some pictures and said, this is my right. home. You, you know? never know. Well, and this is it. You never know what somebody is going, what is going on in somebody's life outside of social media. Yeah. And social media has been an issue. Everybody being told that, you know, you have to do it in your 20s. Otherwise, you're a freaking failure. Otherwise, like, no, your life expectancy is what? 87 years on average in Canada? 120. 120 years, according to Walter. Um, you know, in the US and Canada, it's around the 90, 85 to 90, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. That's a long life. People don't look at it that way. Who was uh, Steve Harvey? Didn't actually become successful until he was like 40 years old. And now he's worth multi millions. Tolkien was in his 50s when he wrote Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Gerald Tolkien, uh, J.K. Rowling didn't write Harry Potter and didn't get approved. Like, you're going to have... And she went through shit, uh, despite everything anybody says about her now. That woman went through shit to get that book written and published. Yeah. You know? Nobody just makes it. And if they do, again, privilege is there, and that's fine. Don't discredit them just because they were born or they met the right people at the right time without having to put in as much work. That's just the way life is. I'm not going to have to do as much work as the next person who was born in Ukraine and is living in a war shelter right now. Yeah. That's just life. But to come out and say that, like, this is not fair, this, I deserve more than this or whatever it is, like, that is complete bullshit. Like, you have to put in work. And again, this is a fitness and health podcast. The amount of people that come to us and say, why can't I just have the six pack? Like, it's not genetically there for me. Like, oh, this diet is so hard. And I don't want to discredit anybody because it is hard. It's real hard. Some people, it's way harder than others. Some people have won the genetic lottery and they can eat those McDonald's burgers every day and still be okay. Until to one day. Until, until one day. When they can't anymore. Exactly. There is a leveler, no matter no matter your genetics. At some point, you keep feeding enough garbage in, it's going to have an effect. So uh, I, it's the same with this. And you 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 take the cards that are given you, and you work with them. Yeah. You try to maintain, try to maintain a positive outlook about it. Finish Harry Potter. Finish writing Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. I truly think the harder you work on the right things, not the wrong things, because a lot of people work hard on the wrong things. Yeah. If you work hard on the right things, you will be rewarded. You know, everybody says this, and this was the greatest thing that I've realized so far um, with my music career is like everybody's like, the harder I worked, the luckier I got. Which, yeah, like 100% you say that out loud and then you start applying that and it's like hmm these opportunities are coming my way in weird forms it's like oh wait no because i worked and i 
outreach to this person and they really enjoyed this. And, yeah. you know, I was building my content in the right way and I was working hard on that. And it was an all encompassing thing. I mean, why did we get this podcast on inside fitness? Because we started a podcast on our own. We started a podcast on our own two and a half years ago. We both got into fitness long ago. We had this idea and this goal in our minds of being inspiring to others and help others be great coaches, be people that that are, be the person that people can look up to and be like, that's health and fitness. I want to hear them talk. I want to be inspired by them, you know, and about six, seven years ago, I ended up meeting the CEO of this magazine at a party because I had worked hard on my body and my goal of bodybuilding to win a show that got me a sponsorship with a supplement company that was also sponsoring this event and party that CEO happened to be at. Yeah. So I was able to introduce myself, said hi. I didn't even keep a, good, a decent relationship with him at first. I was just kind of commenting on Instagram and I did the small work here and there. But I did the hard work of meeting the people around him and becoming friends with other people and keep building my brand up and keep doing that. And then we did this. And then it took us two years to finally hit a stride with this. And then we had the great idea to say, hey, we worked hard. Why don't we take this opportunity that we have and move it to a new platform and maybe get a better opportunity? That's it. That's it. But we had to work hard, it's still hard. and get frustrated. And, you know, not want to do that one workout, not want to do that one thing. Tired of the diet. Shit, the show's in two weeks and I, I want to eat something. All that stuff. We lived through it. Yeah. Because we had the And this out. is, I mean, shit, it's still hard. Having yeah. to maintain a podcast that we upload weekly to schedule calls, to think of new topics. You know, it's hard work. And it's like, how do we keep growing though? Because we have that end goal. I ask you know, if this kid was in front of me, I'd ask him, what is your goal? What is the end goal? To sit on a beach drinking mojitos for breakfast or whatever? I don't drink, so I don't know if that's a breakfast drink. <laughs> well, when I was what drinking, is... it would have been. <laughs> okay, so I got it right. <laughs> what is your end goal? If your end goal is to sit on that beach and not have to work, you're going to have to work to get to that point. Like, there's no way around it. You cannot... You may hate it, but the society we live in, you need money and you need certain things to be able to afford that lifestyle. Okay. Now, if you don't, if you don't want to put in that work, guess what? You're never going to live that lifestyle. Well, that's all I got. Work hard. That's all I got. So I'm going to say this. Kid, think about what your goals are. Think about why you're there. Work if you can. And helping the union come together. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, plan out your life and realize that it's going to be hard. Relish the hard work. Relish the frustration and ask yourself, what can I learn from this frustration? What can I learn from this hard work? I know it's emotional. I know it's hard. And I feel for you. I know we've talked, but we don't. But we do feel for you. But you've got to change your mindset to get through this. Because you can grow and you can have a great life. Don't let this one day at Starbucks drive you into the ground. Don't yeah, everybody, everybody has gone through something that you are going through. 
And if they say they haven't, they're full of it. You know, every, I know blue collar workers, I know a bunch of construction guys, plumbers and electricians. You know, I, I know a lot of boxers and they are happy to say that they will put in more work, even though they've had a hard 80 hour work week, they can keep going. No, they sometimes just want to drink a beer and sit at home and watch TV. Yeah. And sometimes they've done that. Is that wrong? No, everybody goes through hard times. But those hard times create better times for yourself. And that's where it comes down to. You need to create hard, you need to have those hard times to appreciate the good times. Exactly. And you have to understand that when those good times come, they're going to be followed by harder times. It's just life. Life is an up and down. It's not straight up. You know, nobody, it looks like it on social media. It looks like it to the, to the average person looking at some super rich celebrity or some super rich business person. How do you think they got there? Years of hard work, years of just, of just pushing back what they really wanted at the time. And, you know, sometimes it took failure and sometimes it worked out really well. It's just how it goes. Just keep putting in that work and you'll get there. That's it. That's it. I think, I think it'd be a really good exercise for anybody looking at those posts on Instagram. The ones that aren't obviously selling something, but looking at them and saying, okay, how do I wonder what they went through to get there? Mm -hmm. If this is reality, what did they have to get through to get there? Uh, ask them, you know, what hard times have you gone through to get where you are? And I bet you get a shitload of, of great stories. Because nobody just got there instantly. No. There's a great TikTok that I saw of Meryl Streep talking about her, her King Kong uh, audition. Oh, okay. She was up against Jessica Lange for the role right. of the girl in Francis Ford Coppola's uh, King Kong, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And she went to the audition. Uh, his son brought her into the audition, and he said in Italian, "What'd you bring this this here for me? I don't want to see this girl. She's not attractive enough for the part in the movie." In Italian, and Meryl spoke Italian, so she said, "I'm sorry that I am so unattractive that I am not good enough for your movie of King Kong," and left. But both of those actresses have had great careers. Yeah. You know, good or bad experiences. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, think of all the think of all the champions that lost their championship, or think of all the losers of the NHL Stanley Cup or the World Series. They still go on to have great careers. That's it. That's it. Think of how many think of how many games Tom Brady has lost to become the greatest of all time. Think of how many fights Floyd Mayweather had to Think of all the hard hours Floyd Mayweather had to do to win those 50 fights and become Money Mayweather. You know, it's never, nobody ever sees the hard work. Nobody ever wants to acknowledge the hard work. We just want to see the glimpse of stardom that we could have and the beauty of it because that's what sells. Yeah. But it's not realistic. So get over yourself and do the hard work. That's right. That's we should we uh, hashtag him. Right. I think he yeah. took down this video. That was just a little YouTube clip, but kids, not just that kid, but kids, and I'm including myself in this, and I'm talking to myself when I say this. Eat shit sometimes. It's gonna happen. Just deal yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
All right. Anyways, guys, you know where to reach us right below here. Ask us some questions, recommend us some topics. If you have anything you want us to cover, we'd be happy to do so. As always, guys, stay safe. Stay breezy. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.